Hey guys, it's Eric Halkren, and before we start this week's episode, I just wanted to give a little context because it's a little bit different than the other three that we've done. I had the opportunity to reach out to Frederick Joseph. If you don't know who Frederick Joseph is, he was recently on The Ellen Show. He started the Black Panther Challenge, the idea that bringing kids to check out the Black Panther, the Marvel movie that opens this week, uh, would be paramount for kids that would not be able to otherwise do this he started with the idea of raising ten thousand dollars and to date he has four hundred and twenty five thousand dollars to take kids all across the united states and it is monday as i'm recording this and now the uk has joined in so it is a huge movement and a huge moment uh for this young man so we had a chance to talk to him i'm super excited to share this with you and i hope you enjoy this news in education an MLive podcast brought to you by McDonald's. All right, enjoy. MLive and News and Education present a celebration of hip-hop and culture for Black History Month. Brought to you by our friends at McDonald's. So, Frederick, like... Walk me through the start of this thing, because I think most people, and we'll do some level setting for people who don't know who you are, and, and I, I don't know, maybe don't have electricity, so they don't know what the Black Panther challenge is, but, um, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll do that in just a second, but, so you wake up one day and you decide that, you know, and I know this is your background, your background is in marketing uh, with, with an emphasis on activism and nonprofits, so this is kind of in your blood, but what... What got you started on starting the GoFundMe that turned into this monster that you're, you're dealing with right now? Yeah, I mean, for me, um, you know, as you said, uh, my hats that I wear um, are you know, that of a marketer and that of someone who um, focuses, you know, my time on activism and trying to help people around me, so on and so forth. So it was kind of a no brainer. I'm a big comic head. Um, I'm a bit of a, you know, a dork in my own right um, when it comes to all sorts of things. You know, I'm the guy who saw, um, you know, Last Jedi four times just because I couldn't wrap, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my mind whether, around whether or not I really enjoyed it or really hated it. So, um, Have you, uh, so I've only seen it three times. Have you figured it out yet? Is four the magic number? I think four is the magic number, and I'm going to go with I'm not very happy with okay. it. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so for me, uh, you know, a movie like this is a game changer Uh for not only kids of color, but just kids in general, because normalizing, um, you know, groups in ways that don't represent them or maybe in, you know, kind of this painted um, struggle or historical reference absolutely is, you know, a needle mover. Um, You know, if you're a young black kid then seeing yourself as a hero or um as one of the you know one of the protectors of wakanda or an intellectual is really big or if you're a white kid and you see that your classmate you know people that his that are his or her skin color can be superheroes you know it's it's a really big deal so i you know for me as many kids you know that can see it um as possible should see it well and what's what's really interesting about this right is is the amazing stuff that you're doing with the black panther challenge which we'll talk about in just a second to catch people up but you know what you and i are nerdy in our own right we you know you're aware that it's on track to do 150 million dollars right like people mm-hmm. people of all walks of life are super excited about this story which i think to your point is a game changer on almost a totally different level if you're marvel yeah, I mean, it absolutely is a game changer. Um, I don't know if you had a chance. Uh, the Wall Street Journal actually uh, 
did an article about it today. John Jurgensen um, put out a very good article about the importance of like cancer and how people and why it's resonating with people in the way it is and people being so receptive to it. But then it was also a companion article. Um, it was titled uh, Black Panther gets um, a boost, gets a grassroots boost. Um, you know, people, this is very much a community stepping behind a film and almost like, you know, driving it home, like driving it to Europa to a certain extent, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, for, for, for lack of a better term, um, you know, but there have been, for me, there's been aspects of this whole thing. Like I said, I've been very disappointing. Um, so but, can, can we, but, are, are you okay to talk about that or you want to ignore that? Like, can we talk no, about the we, challenges? No, okay. No, let's, let's go right into it. So I actually, um, the, I guess the first thing for me, um, which everyone, you know, you have detractors, if anything that you do. Um, and the first thing for me was people, you know, kind of coming out and being against it. Like, oh, shouldn't we be like getting coats for these kids or food and shelter and things like that? Which I don't know if there was necessarily a challenge um, the, the, in, in the sense of like, I didn't, I wasn't against what they were saying. I think the challenge for me was being able to articulate that. I agree, but this is also important. And I, and you know, for those of you who haven't read it, or if you haven't read it, oh, I've uh, I've I've, I've read it and I have thoughts. So, but go ahead. Oh, on, are you talking about my article? No, 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 no. I've read I've read all of your stuff, but but this the the Leonard Green article that you're referring to, I've read it. So right, right, right. So you know, um, I mean, everyone has thoughts. I, you know, I'm not going to really delve much into that. But I I think for me, the other challenge, and this is kind of what I'm sitting with today. And what a lot of my friends are sitting with family and just people um, in my circles, it's kind of like I've seen a lot of people who have been able to attend screenings and went to the premiere and things like that from various groups, you know, uh, chefs and all sorts of random people. Um, but we have kids now. Like there were two go, there were two Black Panther challenges specifically. I think of. there was one in Compton where the kids weren't raising the money that they needed to go see the film under their challenge. So they started washing cars. So I actually took it upon myself to like amplify their message and like donate myself. And then there's another girl um, in Flint. She was actually Little Miss Flint. She was raising money um, for the kids in Flint to see the film, but she was also asking that people um, write letters to the Flint kids telling them we haven't forgotten about them. And I donated to that as well. And my friends did as well. My issue is I take a major issue. I wasn't going to come out and say this, but like, Marvel and Disney have not, they've, they've done nothing for these kids, from, for at least the kids that are involved as it relates to the challenge. Well, and what's, what's interesting about that, and, and one of the reasons I reached out to you is because I've been doing something similar for two years, right? And um, I was having the same issue, but to see that a guy raises a quarter of a million dollars, gets on Ellen, right? Like all of the stuff that you've done and it still doesn't get their attention. I think there's, you know, that's something to discuss, right? A, a guy in Grand Rapids, Michigan, taking 30 kids to a movie once a month, Marvel doesn't really want to pay attention to. I get that. But the amount of press that you're getting with this, I was surprised to, I, I think what you're talking about, like that they haven't come out and gone, hey, let's do whatever right let's just let's do a premiere let's do it next week let's let's do whatever they're you know whatever they might think about doing it's interesting to your point that they're not doing any of that yeah i mean you know for me i don't and i'm not one because i i haven't like you know I, my friends and i've spent thousands of dollars on this now just to even sure. promote it yeah I, I could care less about marvel giving me tickets to a premiere i'd actually rather see it 
in like you know some jeans and a t-shirt with my buddies right you know because then i can like really experience it but it really is a matter of like can you at least like i don't know send some action figures to the yep. kids yeah, yeah. give them you know some t-shirts some swagger you know something like i just i don't i don't get it and it's 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 extremely disheartening because to be on the side of the veil now i've always been a big disney fan a big marvel fan you know um and a big consumer and um of their content and you know i've spent a lot of money with them so yeah it's i mean it's it's fascinating it's so the one thing I want to say to go back, and I know you don't really want to focus on, on the green article, but the one thing I will say is, is I've, I've done a bunch of these that I, I think you will find and will be extremely fulfilling for you is when they get to see this thing, right? The, the questions they will have and the wonder that will be inspired and then what comes out after it, uh, you know, I, I think will be profound for anybody who gets to touch the screening that you guys are doing or all the screen is across the country. Um, because yes, it's vital to raise, uh, you know, heaters and coats and all of those things totally, but just as vital is to take them out of the situation of survival or even out of the situation where they don't have access to art and show them what stuff is possible. And, and I think that you had an Instagram video a couple days ago that that's actually some of the stuff that you're doing with the money that you originally raised because Ellen is taking care of that screening. So you're going to put that back in and start talking about turning them from consumers to creators, right? Exactly. I mean, that is the most important thing because here's the thing, right, that people don't understand. This content can literally change lives. Yep. You know, I... I very, very, very vividly remember my first time seeing uh, Sidney Poitier in a film, you know, and I said, oh, I can do that. And I'm not an actor, but like I, you know, I, it was something I was very passionate about. And I'm still passionate about, you know, um, acting and Broadway and things like that. And the reason I got into it is because I saw someone who looked like me do it. And I understood that there's an avenue for me, you know, yeah, you there's a major void in, you know, representation, not because of, you know, the content itself, but the people creating the content, not just people of color, but also women and people from the LGBTQ community, you know, uh, uh, just all sorts of underrepresented communities. And these things absolutely are game changers. And I think that anyone who doesn't see that, I'm, I don't think that they understand the very fabric of, of our existence as people. And so, so how, like, how do you how do you begin to tackle that, right? Because I, I'm I'm fascinated by not only what you're doing for the movie Black Panther, but all of your other work, your body of work that leads into this. Like, what comes after the Black Panther challenge? You know, what you're doing with the Boys and Girls Club, but what else? Like, how how do you take this nexus that you're at right now and kind of put it on, you know, supercharge and, and what, what's the next steps for you as far as raising awareness and all of that stuff? Yeah, I'm actually really happy that you asked that. Um, so as you, as we discussed earlier, I'm a marketer, my trade, I'm a creative as well. And, um, you know, someone who went to business school. So, um, what I'm doing is I'm actually launching this site tomorrow. It'll be, it'll be up. I'm not going to officially announce it, um, until like after the challenge is over, but, um, I'm creating a marketing, creative, and uh, fundraising agency uh, for underrepresented groups who have stories to tell 
um, or or organizations who have projects as that work within representation and inclusion, and we're going to actually do um, all the work for free. Um, we'll fundraise on our end, but all of our services will be free for the client. Dude, how awesome is that? So well, how, I'm like, hoping so. I'm, well, <laughs> well, but no, I mean, so, but like, I, I mean, the ramifications of something like that are profound. You, when you think about not only the the what are they raising money for and what are they trying to achieve? Like my brain's going a couple steps ahead. Like if this thing became something that would do that for entrepreneurs that don't have the wherewithal, right? Like what does that do to those communities? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We think that it's going to be a game changer. We think it's going to absolutely uh, move the needle because, you know, you look at someone like a Barry Jenkins or a D. Rees or, um, you know, a Ryan Coogler, Ava DuVernay um, in, in the in the aspect of filmmaking. And there's a lot of work that they're getting to push now, but they didn't always get that opportunity. But they were they were still creating, yeah. you know, yep. and they were just waiting for somebody to with, you know, to be able to amplify it. You know, not everyone has. Twenty thousand, thirty thousand, forty, fifty thousand dollars to go to an agency and say, "Hey, amplify my work," you know. Right, right. So, so we've been, you know, myself and my colleagues have been doing it for, you know, for our entire careers now. So I want to do it, um, you know, and and help change the world. You know, like actually, I don't know if you're not, if you're on a computer, but for those of you who hear this, um, because the site's not. The site is live. It's just still being worked on. It's under construction. But, um, you know, we have stories.org um, or .com. We own both. Um, they're both up right now. Um, and you'll see that um, the tagline is, um, it's our story. Let's tell it together. You know, uh, our focus is really just trying to let people focus on their art, focus on their storytelling, focus on their social justice, focus on, you know, their aspects that are attacking racism. And, you know, we'll do the back end work for you. Dude, the, first of all, the site looks great for even for being under construction. Um, but I, yeah, thank you. Yeah, this is super exciting. Um, so what, else, you know, like for people who want to know a little bit more about you, right? There's, there's been, um, you know, some actual interviews with you outside of the Ellen thing. And, but most of it's been boilerplate stuff where they, they steal from the GoFundMe page and then tell a story about you, like give people kind of some background about you as a person and kind of how you got to here and, and, and why you're such a giving soul and an amazing human doing all of this work to kind of change the world around you. I, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, you'll be the first person I kind of, I kind of say this to at all. Well, not kind of, you'll be the first person I say this to. So, my grandmother, um, my grandmother was a writer and she was, um, a mother of five, a single mother of five, um, you know, raising kids during the seventies and also raising kids during the sixties, you know, as a black woman in America, she never got to actually be a writer. She, you know, she was, she, she wrote, but she never got to embody the life of a writer. She never got to have anything published. She never got to amplify her message. And she, she was good. You know, I've read some of her stories. She was really good. And had she honed that skill, she would have been, in my opinion, one of the greats. I don't want there to be any more people like that, you know? Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so it's, it's really, it's really not even about like, you know, me, it's, it's really about everyone else. Um, and that's just the way I was raised. You know, if you, um, you know, if you have the opportunity to, 
not even just in terms of amplifying, you know, messaging or, or, or work. Um, if you have a dollar and somebody doesn't have anything, you know, give them half of it if you can. Yeah, but you, I mean, you say that as if that's the norm, right? And it doesn't feel like that's the norm. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That does yeah. not feel like the world we're living in right now. I I agree with you, which is <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. why I try and live my life you know very similar. And I was drawn to converse with you, which is why I was so excited to talk to you. But I don't. I mean, maybe I'm not as optimistic as you are. I just don't feel like that's happening very often. Like I would live. I no, would. Lo- I, I, I would love to yeah. live in a world where you don't get on Ellen because everybody's doing this, right? No, I agree with that 100%. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, lo- I love I'm, you, dude. I'm glad that you're on, Ellen. But what I, I would like to live no, in this utopia where that doesn't happen, right? No, I mean, I completely agree 190%. I mean, right now, I am on Twitter giving away tickets, 100 tickets in New York City for kids to see the Black Panther. A separate, a separate thing. Um, that you're doing with, by... with uh, the shoe company, right? Yes, uh-huh. And, and I'm just asking people to retweet just so kids can see it, amplify the message. I'm looking at it right now. It has about 25 retweets, and but it has, a, it has tons of impressions, but only 25 retweets. And this is how people are, you know, like if it's a kid, um, you know, if it's a kid doing something negative or there's something negative going on. Hold on for one second. Uh, it's actually, we're going the wrong, we're going the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going the wrong way. At 30th. 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 So back. So the street we're on now, but the opposite direction. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Oh nope. 30th. Sorry, man. I, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm actually oh, no, in the car I mean, right now. Look, <laughs> man. I, I mean, you know, when the Uber driver doesn't get it right, you got to correct him. So. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, exactly. Like we're we're giving away a hundred tickets, and I can't pe- get people to just do a simple retweet because they'd rather retweet pictures of people with no clothes on or whatever it is that people are sure yeah, yeah yeah for sure you know, you know but and that's the world we live in so i i don't know i just i got to keep my head above above it all and just keep on hoping that you know the for thousands of people who have donated the, the hundreds and thousands of people who have done the black Panther challenge you know it's not about marvel it's not about the people who won't reach me it's about the kids you know i'll find a way to get the tickets to the kids i just got to keep my head keep my head focused yeah, well, and and I think that's people like you just get it done, right? I guess my point wasn't to to make it all negative and bring it down, but my point was like, you know, we live in this world where I think the easier thing is the slacktivism is to say, you know, I saw that thing you did, Frederick, but I just I don't know, I was I was looking at the shoes instead, right, or whatever, right? Um, but what fascinates me is that despite all that. There are still mm-hmm. people like you that's doing this amazing work that needs to be done. And, you know, regardless of all the people that come out and can give you a thousand reasons why what you're doing is silly and, you know, whatever, uh, they're wrong. And, you know, this is important and it's very important, not only for the underrepresentation, not only because um, seeing somebody of color as the hero, seeing somebody of color as the director, depending on what draws you to that film. um, Mm -hmm. It's important because kids need to understand how to dream. 
You know, you're a comic book. Exactly. You know, you're a comic book head because you had the opportunity to read that stuff, which changed the mm-hmm. way that you thought and moved you into a creative direction. And that creative direction has found you in a position where you want to help people as a profession. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're 100 percent right. That stuff doesn't happen by accident, which is why I, you know, I, I can't say enough that what you're doing is super important, and I'm glad you're going to keep doing it. And I'm, I'm actually, as cool as the Black Panther challenge is, and it's cool, I'm fascinated to see what happens when you get your hands on an entire class of people and give them money to create stuff. Like, what happens when an eight-year-old gets a camera? That, I think, is fascinating. Well, that's what I'm really excited for, in all honesty. Like, that is... That, to me, is the game changer. You know, everyone's been, like, talking about the Black Panther Challenge. And I'm kind of, I'm still pushing it. I'm still, you know, um, I'm still a part of it. I'm still leading it, so on and so forth. But to me, I want to get to a point where, as you said, this is the norm, where we're not, we're not jumping around because there's a, um, there's a Black or an African, um, specifically, superhero film, but more so... We're just celebrating good work, you know? Um, that's the point that I want to get to. And we can only do it if somebody puts those opportunities in the hands of our children, in all honesty. Absolutely. Hey, dude, I know that you're probably at the place that you're at, so I want to thank you for your time. If people want to get a hold of you and be a part of this, um, is it Twitter? Is that the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, I mean, um, Twitter is always a great place to reach out to me. Um, and if not, like I said, the website will be active and launched. Ooh, don't hold me to this too much, but I, I'd say Friday is pretty safe. But for the for you and everyone else who's going to be seeing the photos from the event um, on the 15th with the kids and all of the videos, I'm sure that will come out subsequently, um, our logos and URLs will be over everything because that is the branding that I do. So, <laughs> so I urge everyone to keep on supporting our children, keep on, you know, pushing for inclusion and representation, you know, and just, I thank everybody who's, you know, been involved and helped and thank you for giving me the platform to even talk about this. And I also saw that you just retweeted a second ago about the tickets. So thank you for that. <laughs> anytime buddy anytime so uh, frederick joseph i you know again thank you so much for spending some time you can come on the podcast anytime you want and talk about the amazing work that you're doing uh we have stories.org is where you can find the work that they're doing uh frederick have an awesome weekend and we look forward to talking to you again soon i appreciate it i look forward to talking to all of you again soon as well and i will be listening actively because i actually love this and i love what you're doing so Well, thank you, man. Have a good one. You too.